0: This is Betty Collins, and we are Inspiring Women, presented by Bradyware. This is the podcast that advances women towards economic, social, and political achievement. I am here to inspire you to take steps to the next level in your career. Thanks for listening and investing your time in yourself. More about inspiring women in this episode can be found at Bradyware.com slash resources. The Journey or the Destination – What's your choice? Some people really, most people actually, probably look at, here's my destination, here's my goal, here's where I want to be. Very few people realize that the most important part of the destination is the journey you take to get there. So I want to talk about that today. You know, all our lives we're thinking about the next thing. We're thinking about the next destination. Whether it's, hey, I can't wait to drive, If only I could graduate, I got to go to college, I want to get my MBA, I probably want to get married or have a significant relationship and yeah, kids, let's get the kid thing going and then before you know it, you're raising them and you're ready for grandkids and by all our lives, we're talking about retirement, retirement, retirement. Well, is it the destination or is it the journey? Which one's more important? Most of us would say, oh, the journey, you know, yeah, the journey, but in reality, our actions say the destination. Examples of easily where we lose sight about it, biggest one probably people relate to most, losing weight. Again, but losing weight, right? But if health becomes a lifestyle and your diets are now over, it's probably because you realized there's a journey and it's every day when it comes to weight and health and making good decisions. You know, I look at weight, uh, I'm all over the place. I love to eat, I like fine dining, I like all that. But when I go with one meal at a time instead of I can only have 1,200 calories today, I do better. I enjoy the cooking piece a lot more when I'm just enjoying the journey. If it's about dinner, that's the destination, right? But the journey of learning to cook and spices and fresh. All those things can be fun. When I focus on just fruits and vegetables are my side versus what I can't eat. Those are things that just start happening and become a part of your life every day. We'd exercise, right? We're either really extreme or we're gonna go to the gym every day and because we got to get to this destination of I want to lose all this weight so I'm done instead of, you know, run a 5K. Learn how to run. Learn how to build that up. It really is about the quiet time. It's the music on the headsets. It's being outside. It's the progress that you make. And then you finally get to have the race. So it's not about the race. It's about leading up to the race. Here's a really one we all understand. Holidays. It's all about the big Christmas morning. It's about the right gift, receiving and giving. When you could just say, I'm going to enjoy an Advent season. So Advents, you know, calendars and they small, simple reminders every day of Christmas. The Netcracker, When's the last time you enjoyed that? And the Rockettes. Netflix now makes it really easy to enjoy Christmas music all through the season. It's all categorized. It's all easy. Instead of waiting for that TV DVR thing, you can even go out to fine dining in the midst of the craziness. Dress up and enjoy a night out. Because it's all part of the Advent season. Lights and decorations, red or green, gold or silver, blue, tinsel, purple, choose it all, but enjoy it the whole six weeks. And Christmas cards, you know, it's not about how many you get in the mail. It's really, you get to have a time where you're writing a personal note to someone. That's enjoying the journey. Cookie bake. My daughter and I started a cookie bake in fifth grade because I always had cookie bakes with my mom. I have the recipes from my grandmother, who gave them to my mother, who gave them to me, and I started this process with my daughter in fifth grade. Sugar cookies only, decorating, two hours with her friends, I was done. She's now 26, and we're going to be doing cookie bake with her college friends, who probably are her lifetime friends. That's enjoying the journey. It's not about the big gift. It's not even about eating the cookie. It's the process of generations of recipes. It's the process of spending time... And yeah, your kitchen's a mess for about five, eight hours, and you're exhausted, but what a journey. And then, of course, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day come, and there's not a big letdown when you kind of just start enjoying it all along. And if the big gift didn't work out, you kind of missed the moment you thought was everything it was, right? The destination. Or, hey, it's a new year. We set real unrealistic goals because we're going to plan and we're going to achieve things, and then, and then it results in failure. So change that and look at what is my journey going to look like in, in 19 or 20 or 21, whatever it is. Here's where I've done really well with the journey. I learned this the hard way through divorce. When I went through divorce, my attorney was great, but, and the, de- the destination was to be divorced. But I will tell you, a counselor said to me, if you continue to do all the good things, the right things, and the things that are normal and everyday stuff, you're probably going to end up in the same place. So I would change how you live day to day so you have different results. So I started taking that to heart. So my kids, I'm a single mom. It's school time. You know how mornings are. We always had breakfast once a week at Bob Evans. Part of the journey. Not getting to school. Not getting them through the day. Not getting them out the door. not doing. It was just, let's go have some breakfast. Family traditions. I learned this from my parents really well. I still have all those traditions, but I also have my new traditions with my kids. And it's not about the holiday or it's not about the event. It's about we do this every year and it, and we add to and we take away from when it works. I look at the women's initiative at Bradyware. I try to focus right now on what women are doing right now today. We've had women that have gotten involved with Habitat Humanity for Single Moms, raised all kinds of money. We've had women that, that raised money when, when Puerto Rico really went through two hurricanes back to back. And that woman today is going back to Puerto Rico to talk on a panel about women because we helped a school for girls during a really tough time. That's the journey. It's not what is the Women's Initiative going to accomplish? What is it that we want to get out of it? Where are we today? I enjoy more watching the women of Bradyware evolve. Another great example, and it was all really not intentional by any means, but when I merged into Bradyware – It was about a 14-month courtship of negotiations and coming together and how are we going to take two businesses and make them one. I focused a lot on, I'm going to get to the big company. I'm going to get to the opportunity where there's more. I'm going to have this new day with a new twist. And what I didn't realize was how much tough work it would be when I hit the destination, right? I got there. But I had arrived, so now what? And I will tell you, once I figured out that I had arrived, <laughs> I learned that I had a whole new day and I wasn't ready. But my growth and my opportunity and my success over these past six years have been twofold in comparison to the first 24 years of my career. The difference is that I finally realized I'd made it to the destination, but I wasn't prepared to be there. So I had to really look at this new the what is now the newest destination, and I was going to make sure that I took the journey so I could get there successfully. Now what? And what would be the next destination? No idea. So I decided instead I was going to enjoy my moment. I remember the first day at Brady where when I was downtown, and I had I had this beautiful office looking the, over the Siona Mile, and I and the Capitol, and I had. All my same computers, and I had all my same staff, and I had all my same clients, and yet I've arrived at this destination, and I had no idea what to do. It was, it was an aha moment, so I did the one thing I always know what to do, and that's go have lunch, and I called my husband and said, I'm completely lost, and he said, no, you've arrived. It's time to enjoy the moment and go to the next step. Go to the next destination, but enjoy it a little bit more and be ready. So I, I took that to heart, and I did that. Instead, I, just, I focused on building relationships within Bradyware and outside of Bradyware. I decided I was going to improve my skill sets. I wasn't going to go get a bunch of clients. I wasn't going to go get a bunch of stuff. It was, no, I'm going to improve skill sets. I'm, I'm also going to be part of central Ohio. Here I am downtown in the heart of Columbus, and I didn't even know a thing about it. I lived here my entire life. Please do not misunderstand me. You have to set goals, you have to have a plan. You do have to have that, but don't let the destination consume you. Example, I I always want more clients. We all do, right? It generates revenue at the end of the day. So I turned my focus on the small business owner. I turned my focus on helping women who own their businesses because they struggled different than men who own their businesses. I joined an amazing group called NABO, the Columbus Chapter, the National Association of Women Business Owners. I decided I was going to support an organization, and the one I chose was the Women's Small Business Accelerator, the WSBA. Developing skills that were not related to counting, changing my focus on who I was working with and, and what they needed, Becoming part of organizations that support me and help me and help others all of a sudden began changing me professionally. And before I know it, I was at another destination and another milestone. I enjoyed that journey and all of the outcome. And guess what? At the end of the day, I got more clients and I met my revenue goals. It just was done with a different mindset because it was focused on the journey and going along instead of the end result, which was getting the client in that revenue. So the goal was met, right? I can look back and see the journey and the growth. There's a lot of outcomes that come with focusing on the journey and not the destination. First is you don't forfeit all the life lessons and experiences in the, if you, if you miss the journey, if you go through the journey, you're going to, you're going to learn those lessons. You're also probably going to acquire different skills And you're going to achieve and maybe even refine who you are. We all need that. You're going to make necessary changes along the way so that you don't have regrets when you get to the destination, right? You're going to work on things as you're seeing them. You probably are going to learn to preserve, enhance your personal self, who you are, to keep redefining that. And you're going to shape your character. Those are the outcomes of the journey and not just the destination, and someday you're going to call upon all those outcomes and use them at the appropriate times. I know as I look back with my whole career, and especially the last several years, when I really developed and had some really, really cool journey time, I'm now ready for the destination when I got there, unlike when I came here six years ago. If you're fortunate, you'll be ready for the next part of your journey that lead you to the next destination. And that's really where I am right now. Reaching your destination, it's just a moment in time, but traveling towards your destination is an everyday thing, and you don't want to miss it. Change your mindset, the journey or the destination, and I'm going to challenge you today. Let the journey become your focal point. It's far more rewarding than the destination. One thing you could do is certainly read a book, Leading Through the Turn, by Elise Mitchell. She's a great woman. And she's a great read. So I'm going to challenge you today with, with a couple of questions and some things that hopefully will provoke some thought. What destination are you thinking about right now? You may not be thinking about any of them. Maybe you need a vision or a goal, something that you can work towards. But mostly I want you to think about what is the journey going to look like? What's it going to feel like? That's the real question. So today, hopefully, I've made you come to some conclusions about the journey is more important than the destination. And hopefully today, you'll change your mindset and have much more fulfillment getting there. Take it to heart and start being intentional about the moment, the day-to-day, that journey along the way to your destination. Stay tuned to this podcast as we're talking with Elise Mitchell, the author of Leading Through the Turn. This book is amazing. It's it's a fresh take on leadership. It's wonderful storytelling to describe her journey. The leadership principles are impactful, simple yet impactful. And this is one of those all in the trenches handbook, you know, from a leader who has found far more than just success in her journey. And here's my interview with her. Could you tell us what caused you to shift your thinking from the destination to the journey?
1: Well, it was an important shift I needed to make, for sure. Um, I had always heard that phrase, the, the journey matters as much as the destination, but I never bought it. <laughs> I right. never believed it because I am a destination person by nature. In you know, business and family life, you name it, I like to know where I'm going and how I'm going to get there. And I used to think that the rest is just scenery and uh, there's, there's no point in slowing down to take any of that in because the goal is the goal. And once you reach that goal... Then you set your sights on the next there, wherever that there may be. And the problem with that philosophy is you'll reach a lot of theirs for sure. You know, whether it's wealth, power, fame, authority. Um, for me, it was the chance to, you know, have the big dream of building a successful company with the help of many, many people. But, um, I began to realize that a lot of the destinations, a lot of the there's that I was reaching weren't all they I thought they were going to be. They didn't completely fulfill or satisfy. And and don't get me wrong. You have to have a there for sure, because the worst thing that can happen to a destination person is to not have a compelling there to shoot for. And that's not a bad thing. You know, you can get a lot done when you're a driven soul. But at some point in that journey, your leadership journey, you you will stop and ask yourself a question that, for me, was burning in the back of my brain and would never go away, which was, is this all there is? Right. You know, will I always, is this what, what is worth working for? All of this uh, time and effort and energy and sacrifice that I'm putting in to this um, experience, is it really, is this all there is? And an interesting thing happened to me a few years ago that brought me face to face with that question. And it was, you know, on the outside, everything looked good. Our business was going rapidly. Things were going really well. But I stopped sleeping and I wasn't having trouble going to sleep, but about 2:30 or 3 every night I was wide awake. And that that was a frightening thing for me to face, this idea of is this all there is? But that's what was keeping me awake. Yeah. And I knew something had to change. But to be honest, I didn't know how to change, how to shift this mindset from being so goal-oriented to being able to enjoy and experience and savor life. And I did, the good news is I did, I found an answer that turned me around and it's this. It isn't that the destination is not worth pursuing, but in my pursuit of the destination, I had really missed The journey along the way. And I needed to make that journey matter more because I wanted to find deeper purpose and meaning in my daily work, regardless of what the outcome was going to be. How could I find greater fulfillment in the actual? Work that I had to do with my hands that day, and that mindset shift took me some time to really fully embrace a journey mindset. But I really became what I what I consider I'm I'm still very much a destination person, but I. I feel that I've become a destination leader with a journey mindset that would allow me to really embrace the experience of life and of living and of work um, without being so totally focused on the, the outcome.
0: So, so what was your biggest obstacle once you figured out I've got to j- enjoy the journey and the destination? What was the biggest obstacle for you?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was, Betty, that I I needed to accept that I couldn't control every outcome, that, that not every goal was going to be reached, no matter how much time or effort I put into it, no matter how smart I might be, how, or how, how many great people that I could bring around me, and all the circumstances I could to try to work into our favor, sometimes things just happen, and you can't control every situation. You can't control people. Um, You so you have to learn to be adaptable and flexible and resilient and willing to accept what comes. And I think for me, a big part of that was um, how do you have an opportunistic mindset to say, okay, I you know, this didn't work out. Plan A did not work out. And I'm way over here on this detour (laughs) for plan B, C or D, not where I wanted to be. But what am i going to do about it now and and we've all heard that description of it's not what happens to you that defines you but it's what you do about what happens to you that truly defines you right. and becoming more resilient and adaptable and flexible i think was was really critical for me because then I began to say, okay, this didn't work out like I thought, but there's still opportunity to be had. Now, how am I going to get busy trying to figure out what that might look like? And it it teaches you to be much more willing to go with the detours in life and not be so um, tied to your idea about what success might look like um, and how you might want things to be
0: well, it sounds like you really definitely overcame that barrier, and I'm sure you had more as you've gone along. But what changes have you seen in yourself since you shifted your focus? Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I would say I'm far more willing to accept failure. I think uh, my biggest fear all my career, my whole career, was fear, fear of public failure. I hear that a lot from leaders, and it, it is it, not that failure is – Um, easy to accept. Many times it can be extremely difficult to accept, but this idea of I'm not going to be afraid of it because I'm going, really failure is just an iteration. It is a, it is a process of learning to get improve and get better. So I, shouldn't be afraid to put something out into the universe. I shouldn't be afraid to launch a company or try a new product or service or, or try a different way of leading, taking some risk in what I do because if it doesn't work quite right, that's okay. I'll learn from it and improve as I go, which is very much a journey mindset philosophy about how to think about failure. And it does encourages you to be a little bolder and a little more confident in what you do because you keep telling yourself it doesn't have to be perfect the first time out of the gate. It will eventually be great if I'm willing to learn as I go and continue to refine as I go. So I think that was a big one for me. Um, also, I think this idea of tolerating uncertainty and anxiety, the, the, the tension that we live in when we find ourselves in an uncertain situation. I think this is very common now because the world is changing so dramatically and it's become much more complex. People don't even know what it means to be a leader today. Um, and so how do you have that emotional capacity to deal with unpredictable, Unpredictable situations, or frustrations, or um, things not going your way, or or pain that we may experience as leaders, or or in our personal lives as well. We have to be able to tolerate uncertainty. We can tolerate more than we think we can. Right. <laughs> I often right. think we are our own worst enemies when it comes to, to that. Oh, we absolutely
0: uh, are. I yeah, mean, no, yeah. no doubt, no doubt. Well, we have just so appreciated you to give your time to us today. And, of course, your book, Leading Through the Turn, by Elise Mitchell, How a Journey Mindset Can Help Leaders Find Success and Significance, my favorite thing about your book is the cover and you have a motorcycle that you're leaning on. And I'm a huge, I love riding the motorcycle. I'm not ever the driver. And if you were to ask me what kind of motorcycle I would have, I would have to tell you it's blue because I couldn't even (laughs) tell you, but so do you, do you ride all over And Do you do those long trips?
1: Well, my husband and I do ride quite a bit. I yeah. learned to ride a motorcycle. That was one of the things that began to help me learn to enjoy the ride of life was yeah. to to take up motorcycling about 10 years ago. My husband and I do ride together. I have my own bike. It's a Honda CBR 300R. And I tell people really all you need to know that it's sleek, it's red, and it's fast.
0: That's <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> and
1: uh, we've ridden all over the US. There's so many beautiful places to ride. We've ridden in many countries. Our last trip was Uh, Just a few weeks ago, we were in Scotland and we rode um, the Isle of Skye and the Highlands of Scotland, which were just spectacular. So we we love to ride. It um, truly is a great reminder that life is a journey and we need to really appreciate and absorb every minute of it that we have.
0: I agree. And and I I have my best time of thinking on the motorcycle, for sure. (laughs) I listen to a lot of music, but I really do have a time where it's quiet and you have to kind of focus on getting to the destination, but it is a place you can enjoy your journey, for sure. Mm -hmm. Indeed. Well, again, Elise, thank you so much for today, just being a part of us. And uh, we will will make sure we put your link on our website to where we can have the book. And um, again... Have a great um, day, and thank you for sharing with us today. Thank you so much for having me. As your career advancements continue, your financial opportunities will continue to grow. Be prepared. Visit BradyWear.com slash resources to download a copy of the financial checklist for every stage of your life. Everything about the Inspiring Women's podcast This episode and Brady Wearing Company accounting services can be found in the podcast show notes.